Welcome to True Mental Health. I'm Crystal Crawford. And I'm Dr. Janine Kraft. We're here to have unique conversations about what really creates mental wellness. After years, decades of seeking, seeking what could create more ease in life and trying every modality possible. Crystal and I crossed paths and realized we had similar missions. A mission to have conversations about what creates ease, what creates well-being, and what renders us truly functional. If you know something else is possible, maybe completely different than you've ever been taught, join us on a journey to uncover what creates true mental health. everybody welcome to another installment of true mental health and today we are actually just going to be on the gram so we'll get started here and then we'll include facebook later with a download we have some technical internet stuff going on so we're just going to be here today talking about business entrepreneurship things like that how's everybody doing Welcome, welcome. Hello. Hello. You got that beach hair going on. I love it. Thanks. It's wild. Hi, guys. Welcome to this crazy conversation that, yes, <laughs> we're in it. We're in the middle of it. And so we figured we should talk about it because Let's talk about it. what happens all the time with yeah. entrepreneurship and business and what is it? I was like creating in the mess. What is that? That's so good. Yeah. So guys, just so you know, we spent about 45 minutes trying to pick a topic for today and we went all over the map and, you know, and what came down to it is that we're both kind of in this half-baked new space looking at what's next phase. And I, and I guess that's the thing to talk about. Like, and where do we start with it? <laughs> no, because we're like, right in the middle of it. <laughs> I know. I was like, well, I was trying to remember when I wasn't in this place. Because apparently it's happening quite frequently. Because I, I, I feel like when people are like, well, how's the business? And I, I keep wanting to say, well, I'm in this pivot. Or I'm making a hard right turn. I'm like, wait, when have I not said that? Same. Same. That's almost like that's really the normal I guess, I guess what I've kind of noticed, I've been doing this now for probably six years. Um, so a little bit longer, I guess. But mm -hmm. the thing that I think I've noticed is that there, it kind of goes in like three to six month phases where, you know, for about six months, this is give or take a month or five, I have this sense of like kind of knowing what I'm doing and kind of where we're going and like, you know, feels very vibrant and alive and active and things are ticking and humming. And then never fails that I will take a class or I'll read another book or I'll, you know, get dissatisfied again about something and I'll do some research and whatever, and I'll shake things up. And for the next, you know, one month to three months, it's like kind of blank canvas again. And so, and I would say that being there doesn't, it's, it's never more comfortable than the last time. No. And that's, that's kind of what I was getting to is that I've kind of gone through the season of massive consumption of learning about business. I mean, I've yeah. just completed my first year. So it's like, I'm on the hamster wheel learning all the things and um, just consuming so much that all of a sudden I got yeah. to this like, oh, I am full, full of information that now I'm almost not even hearing or I was feeling like I wasn't even having access to my own inspiration 
yeah. because I was just so overloaded with everything I've learned. Yeah. And so yeah. rather than it coming from, Ooh, I have this inspiration to create this thing. I'm kind of like, almost like walking through the motions right now. You know what I mean? Well, let me post or let me do the thing that right to keep it going. Yeah, I'm not doing any of that. I couldn't yeah, anything. Can't so this is, <laughs> you guys are going to get to hear kind of like two different, um, I guess, ways of, mm -hmm. of doing things. I mean, because there is no one way. There's just whatever you choose. And, you know, the thing about that I found about being a creator is that there are these kind of, there are these pocket times where it's almost like you're either like draining the well of everything that you thought was essential for you to learn and kind of coming into your own, like, like you've copied all the painters. Like this is the thing about learning to paint is you copy other painters. Well, there comes a time when you're kind of like done copying other painters, but you don't necessarily know what your style of painting is, but you just got to kind of start and like bash around in it for a while to kind of find your footing. And then there's a times when you're like, you've painted for a while as you, and then you're kind of like, well, that's like, what else? And there is this sort of like, for me, what's going on is there's this like, going, there's got to be another way of functioning that actually works better than this. You know, like I can, I can live more. I have more ease. There's more money showing up. Like, how do I include all of me and awareness and consciousness? And so where you're kind of like dismantling energetically everything you've created so far and, and then allowing it instead of forcing it to fall together in a totally different way. And it doesn't, so it kind of doesn't matter what phase you're in. It's like, it's all kind of clunky, it, it, no matter where you're at. So it's like embracing the clunk and embracing the uncomfort and finding a way forward. Well, because <laughs> like, it's kind of like, you don't, people don't talk about that, right? People, no. when they're selling, it's like, learn this thing because I've got it mastered and I've got it down and I, my business is running smoothly. And so then there's this kind of like, well, how are you doing it? And I'm like, no one's talking about this because this is not the sexy part of business. No. Well, yeah, I just clunked around and bashed around and it came together or it didn't or this one didn't do anything, right? It's like, why is no one talking about this? Well, I think even me, I mean, I, I think what we value is like, you know, systems, getting stuff done, like the yeah. planner life where the planner life really is like where you've got your day, like, organized and you get up in the morning and you do your workout and you do your green shake and you do your meditation, and you do your things. And then you get into the computer and you have to spend two hours here and one hour here and one. And, and while I totally have appreciation for that kind of living and that can create success, the, the thing I don't see a lot of people choosing is like <laughs> allowance for yourself. Yeah. Because how do you write a book about that? Like, I mean, you know, like it doesn't really necessarily have a spreadsheet to it or, or a, a planner system. And that was the thing that really changed for me because I, I love organization. I love, I love structure. I love, I love the things that make life feel predictable. Mm -hmm. But in reality, life's not that predictable. And, you know, when you are in it, creating it, and you're really paying attention to energies as they move and you, you know, you get information about those energies as you move, you know, life shows up in a much more unpredictable way, which is kind of really the way things actually are, but it's, it's not a common practice, mm -hmm. I guess. I don't, I don't mm -hmm. think it's very common. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, 
to me, I'm kind of seeing a couple different things of A, it being, you know, in the sense of a trauma response of us needing to want to control and hold right. on to things because trauma is yeah. the biggest breach, right? And um, unpredictability. Yeah. And then also just this reality where there's so much value on the calendar being back to back to back to back. And it's kind of like, how do you teach people to, to be, to create versus to do, to create? Because right now, like you said, it's all these systems because it's like, okay, yes, I can implement that. But I'm like, no, be kind of like when we're talking this morning, yeah. and you're like, I'm just sweating outside near the ocean, you know, and just enjoying the beach. Just you're like, like, what time can you talk? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to be yeah. out here sweating until further notice. Just give me a call. <laughs> yeah. And even because I had a space this morning too. And I was like, well, sh I guess I should be doing something. Like it was still that what I, you know, I don't know, I guess just been programmed or what's yeah. used to in this reality. I would say programmed. Just, and yeah, I think it's both. Um, yeah. I was taking a walk this morning with my partner and we were talking about the same thing because he's really personal. Like we have our, the thing we're doing together, but he's also personally looking at, like, you, you know, last night we were in the pool drinking wine and living and, you know, he was like, what do you, I don't, I don't really know what to put my attention on next. You know, he's in this place in his own life where this in between time where, you know, yes, we've totally changed our life and we're living somewhere else and he does have a role in that. But like, what do I put, what do I, and I, so I said, well, you know, have you ever looked at asking a, just a totally different question. And so the example I gave, which might be helpful to everybody listening is like, for so long in my life, I was, I was doing a lot of survival. And if you break that all down, that shows up in a lot of different ways, right? You know, sure. it, it shows up in money and it shows up in how you spend your time. And like, if you're just, especially if it's unconscious, like if you're just surviving things, you're choosing differently than if you're actively creating thrival or you're actively creating something. And so I didn't know I was doing it, obviously, and then read an access consciousness thing. And this guy said, well, you've got to give up survival as a point of view. Mm. <laughs> it was exactly that. I was like, yeah, <laughs> dog. What? <laughs> and I think I spent three days with it. I really did. Because it, it, it wedged something open in my world just enough that I was like, wow, if I really let this in, this is going to this is going to transform the way I function in the world. And as he and I were talking last night about this in between time, I, I recognized a similar activity in his world just from knowing him for three years and watching him. And I was like, how much of your energy have you been spending trying to survive the women in your life? You know, the, 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 the choices that you've made, the, the choices from the past that are, you're still navigating here in the present. And, and, and he recognized that. And it was like a lot, like I'm really still just surviving. And I was like, what if you asked a different question? What if you asked, woke up in the morning and just went, okay, if I was actively creating thrival today, what would I choose? And so I came out this morning and he was on the patio and just kind of, you know, popping away on the, on the laptop, just doing stuff. And he's like, I asked that question this morning. And I was like, that's cool. And as we were walking, I was like, you know, the thing about when you start to ask a different question is like, it's very much like planting a seed. And what we typically want to do is we want to plant the seed and then we want to go dig it up to see what it's doing and see if it's growing yeah. into to like micromanage the seed into going. Oh, yeah. When what the seed really needs is to just be plunked in some great ground, with a fair bit of sun and some water, and just let it do its seed thing. And that's to me what I recognize as occurring in my world, and I see happening for a lot of other people. 
where what's really required for the seeds just to really start to grow into what they are going to do, they will do it, is space and patience. And, you know, the trick with being a very, very active humanoid being that just needs so many things going on at the same time is that you didn't have to keep yourself busy living. Otherwise, you're going to yeah. micromanage these new kernels of things you're aware of, things you're choosing that aren't yet coming to fruition, questions you've asked, things you've asked of the universe. None of which you may have even articulated is going on. But when you can't grasp the thing that feels concrete, that is what's going on. And it requires a fair bit of patience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially when you just want to like, what's next, what's next? And yeah. are you going to do the thing? Are you sure you're going to do the thing? Maybe you'll do the thing, maybe you won't do the thing. And versus just following that energy and being able to let go, which I definitely have a hard time doing because I I'm want to define it. it and control yeah. it and, and explain it and, and what will it do? And that's so much of this reality that we've been taught is the right way so to kind of to function from this undefined space of just like following it and not trusting more just knowing well yes and i would wonder i wonder i've been wondering about this trusting thing because the the truth like trust isn't if you do blind faith like i know this is going to work out is blind faith i know this is just going to work out well yeah it's, it's not exactly that it's like but, but there is an element of trust. There's this, and I think you're right. I think it's synonymous with knowing. It's like knowing that, being willing to know that what you've chosen and what you've asked for will come to fruition when it does and how it does. And that's straight out of a really incredible resource called the How to Become Money Workbook by Gary Douglas. It's like how to become money. You become power. You become creativity. You become awareness. You become um, there's two more, two more, one more thing. Anyway, you be, you become yeah. these things and, and power is not power over something. It's like that, you know, exuberant, rich energy of knowing, um, I am awareness is that I have asked for it and it will come to fruition. I am control is controlling from the knowledge that what you've asked for will occur in the time that it does and how it does. So it's this really, really, um, intangible internal, dance with yourself and yeah. for me the muscle i'm building is like keeping myself out of my head with it because if i the moment i go into my head i'm trying to order it the moment i allow myself to be it it sort of lives down here in my body and to me that's the new work that's the, that's the work that i've not really heard anybody talking about because the moment i go up here i kill it yeah. if i if i live here then I can choose and breathe and move and perceive. And I always know when it's time to move living here. Um, so I, yeah. Yeah. There's something as you're talking about that, I was getting, looking over how last year and the periods where things were just going swimmingly or having my highest income months. And I was very much just, choosing being and it almost it happened almost as if it felt by magic like it just like oh that was so yeah. easy I didn't have to do a lot of work and then then I went exactly what you're saying is I went up into my head let me figure this out let me replicate this let me try to do the same thing and then it just I was like why is it hard now <laughs> you know all of a sudden yeah. it shifted and it's like yeah it's like you can't even replicate in the bean. It's just like constantly choosing from where you're at that day of what 
is going to create more. Yeah. And if you look at the way nature functions, does nature ever try to replicate or do they just create, like, even if you look at the same, I, I was a landscape designer and I studied a lot of plant mm. stuff. Yeah. So I know, I know enough about the plant world to be dangerous. Um, <laughs> but the thing that really struck me is that in, in the nursery industry, what's done is um, plants are cloned. So they literally take, so every single tree that you see in a nursery that's for sale is, is exactly the same tree because then they can control, then they can control it. They yeah, can control they look the look. Perfect. Exactly. So yeah. they look perfect. They, so of course they build the rootstock or the stock of the tree into exactly what they want. And then they clone that thing that they know is going to sell. So yeah, but in nature, plants aren't cloned. They are derivatives of each other. They're, they have elements that are similar to the other plant, but they're very different, which means in nature, one plant species can survive because, they, because their differences actually ensure the survival of the species and the propagation of the species. Well, in, because, we've, because in the man-made world, we've cloned plants. If a particular beech tree gets a pest, all the beech trees mm -hmm. that are that clone are wiped out. And so actually in Canada, this happened. There was, there's this beautiful tree that everybody wanted. It was a birch tree, actually the white bark, beautiful oh, thing. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, all the birch trees in Canada are now dead because there was a pest that discovered oh. he liked the birch tree and thought it was <laughs> yummy and he yeah. ate them all. And so now there are almost no birch trees in Canada because of the choice we made to make everything the same, to replicate it. This one's beautiful. I want this level of beautiful everywhere. Mm. And so it actually destroys things instead of allowing things to be that slight bit of difference, the small variation that will, of course, come as you just are creating and naturally going forward and evolving, which ensures the longevity, the propagation, the proliferation of everything we try to clone one success and make it and it and it actually just doesn't work hmm. i love that example like i mm. so what do you because i know you've talked about this before yeah. regarding like being able to create in this place of not being totally clear on what's next or what to choose next like where how do you function in this space i I'm playing with it all the time in a different way, but I, I typically kind of do a lot of pinging. Now I can kind of talk about what I mean by that. Um, I think I can talk about it. <laughs> I'm looking at it. Like, can I do talk about thing. it? <laughs> well, I go, I go looking for what if I go looking for if there's anything that actually matches an energy. When you hit a pocket of, I think what people call flow is actually kind of hitting that pocket of congruence where mm -hmm. the convergence of what you're aware of, what's available, what's ease, like just kind of converges into this moment of possibilities. Yeah. And, and that can occur when you're writing or riding a bike, slip into being. Things become what they can naturally be. And it, when it comes to like creating in business, again, there's this convergence. So I go looking for the convergence of energies and, and it can occur so many different ways, man. I will, I'll pop open my Kindle, for example, and I've got like, you know, 25 books in there and I'll just kind of scroll through them. Like I'm walking through a bookstore kind of thing and go anything, anything. And if something kind of pops out and hits me in the eyeball, like me, 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 
I'll open it, see what page it lands on and see what topic is there, what energy is there. Um, I will do the same thing with some of the reference materials I have. So I use printed materials to kind of stimulate things. Sometimes it will stimulate an idea. Sometimes it will ping a thing that I was aware of, you know, back then. Sometimes it will give me a tool that creates more ease or more clarity or more articulation for something that's occurring. Mm -hmm. So lots of different things can come out of that. The other thing I do is I keep in places like ClickUp or Slack or my notes app on my Mac. I keep a lot of my just different random ideas, random musings. So sometimes I'll like troll through those and just see like, what's here? Like, what was I aware of six months ago that maybe now is the time for? So I guess in, in, in living as a, as, a, as a person who knows that these spaces occur, I kind of constantly, in, in the times where things are prolific, and they're coming through in, in, in a lot of clarity, I keep track of those. Yeah. Knowing that they might not be for now, they might be for the future. Um, and so I think there's just different systems I've put in place to stimulate me now or in the future or never. And, and I use those to kind of go back through. And then sometimes like I'm in a phase right now where done all that, I'm doing all the things, you know, I'm just kind of like, it reminds me of a kid in Montessori school. Mm-hmm. Try this one for size. Try this one on for size. I totally Montessori school my life. That's what I do. <laughs> I totally do that. I, told, I was like, like, I'm thinking about this. I'm like, this is what I do. I just kind of walk around the room and I like kind of look at all the exercises and I see if any of them pop. And if none of them do, then I go watch other people work, literally. Yeah. That's what I do. I Montessori school. Yeah. Okay. And you know, the premise of Montessori school is like, uh, the kid always knows. The kid always knows. So just give them choice. Give them choice, give them stuff to do and, and they'll pick the thing and then give them two rules. Like they need to take it off the shelf and clean it and put it back on the shelf. And that's it. You know, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> keep really it simple. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to say something. No, I was going to ask you, like, are you playing with this? Like, how are you playing with this? How are you finding this process for you? Yeah. So I, well, I noticed recently because you know what I, I had in my head of like, well, I'm going to create this webinar situation because that's right very much what this reality says to do and, and so sometimes like, webinars are fun and they work and so it's yeah. never one thing it's not a black and white universe exactly exactly so i was and i was noticing it just as i was sitting down to do it feeling a lot of resistance and going into like well if i was in flow then this should be happening faster and if there was was the right thing to choose this i would just have tons of ideas and i was just try to let all that stuff go and yeah. just sit with it and actually give myself more space than I thought it was going to be required. And I was thinking with this, I was like, Oh, boom, boom, I'll have this done. And as I look at the project, I'm like, wow, okay, this is actually requiring a lot more <laughs> than I thought. That's okay. Yeah. So if I just sat with it and just kind of, kind of milked my way through it, took my time. I mean, I had the space to do it. So, which I yeah. love having that now, it's just like, I have the space. So what would that create if I just took the time? And it's funny because then as I started to get into it, then it started to like pick up like a roller coaster. I started to go downhill and things started to just like flow and come out. And all of a sudden now here it was like all of a sudden coming together. Yet yeah. if I had stopped earlier on in the process, I wouldn't have allowed that possibility. Like if I had made the initial resistance wrong, then I wouldn't have gotten to the other side. So That's interesting. So you yeah. didn't make it wrong. So what... So, yeah, that's huge. Because, right, isn't there so much about, like, well, it's same because with, like, 
pinging energy and, and learning to kind of tune into it, I was more at a place of, well, what is this? You know, is it like, is there, am I creating the resistance from deciding it should be a certain way or this should come out of me a certain way or whatnot, but just kind of having almost like you're using the child example, like having the patience with myself sitting with the energy and be like, okay, like, what are you? What is this? What do you need? What do you require? Can we just check this out? Just one piece of broccoli? Can we just try that? And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the plate is clear or whatnot, being able to, you know, kind of, yeah. it just kind of started to come out in that way. Yeah, I think I think child examples are probably more applicable than we want to look at because like if you look at the way kids function, like the way yeah. we naturally functioned that, that we then changed to function mm -hmm. in a in an adult way, in a way that, you know, I mean, kids, you know, you give kids a just a table of you give kids a cardboard box and they create yeah. a reality. <laughs> like cats would rather have a cardboard box than a cat toy. Um, hmm. So maybe we need to keep more cardboard boxes around, you know, like, yeah, I just... <laughs> just to, I'll, well, it's kind of, that's interesting because too, it's like, I get the vision of the cardboard box. All of a sudden it's like, it's blank and it's, it's offering you space to create and put your own thing on it versus where I was at, which was like, consume, consume, consume all, all the prettiest toys on the shelf, but none of them. I don't want to play with any of them. You know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. All these toys are well put together. They're mm -hmm. well marketed. They're mm -hmm. well branded. And give me the box. Yeah. <laughs> Use some scissors to like cut a hole in it. But this is interesting too, because this is the thing about business. It's and this is what I'm facing right now. I've I've, I've last six months or something. I I put a lot of energy into like. I, I was having a lot of conversations with people about establishing my brand. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> I never really thought about my brand before, honestly. And then I started thinking about it. And, you know, talking to people about it. And, and so I was like, okay, my brand. Okay, so this is branded. And people are, anyway. And where I'm at, where, I, where that took me was this, like, it, I had to then fit myself into my brand mm -hmm. rather than continuing to be myself, which is what the brand was fucking was in the first place, you know? <laughs> and yeah. so, I, but I didn't realize that until I took a, a business done different class with Access Consciousness, which I'm so excited I'm going to facilitate because that is, it's such a gift. Mm -hmm. Um, but so I'm in the class and, you know, asking my questions and I was like, you know, this thing about the brand and she's like, well, if you didn't have to maintain your brand, what could you choose? And you could just feel the inside of me going, but I've worked so hard for my brand and my brand is the thing. And, that, and it was like, I don't know if you've ever seen Spider-Man three where he like gets infected by the black entity that like takes him over slowly oh. and he just becomes black spider-man and he like can no longer separate black spider-man from himself sort of like that. interesting the brand was like yeah. <laughs> yeah and so so it was interesting to just notice inside of me these places where certain structures had become kind of sacrilegious well we don't touch that structure right we gotta have to leave that in place we have to uphold this but the thing was that doing that it's a choice i have but choosing it in that way was like making it really hard for me to create my business. And that's not going to work. And I think this is, you know, the premise of our whole show was to kind of look at these different things and go, well, what renders us more functional? You know, is it upholding the brand? and <laughs> Or is it something else? You know, is it, you know, one of the things I play with that really frees me up. It's like, okay, if I could fire all my choices, if I could fire the fucking brand. Yeah. What would I bring back? 
you know, what would I bring back into and what would I add and what would I change and what would I choose? And that all of a sudden renders me more functional. I all of a sudden have choice again. I'm all of a sudden, I'm, I've got a cardboard box now. The business is a cardboard box. Go wild, you know? Um, well, it's like the questions you're asking totally just, I could melt in the process and relax, which then in turn yes. gives you more access to the creative centers of your brain. So it's, it's like <laughs> prag, very pragmatic there, too. Okay. And I'm you know the science. We know the science. And I'm wondering, so then, you know, because you and I have done a lot of like business learning and learning how to do business. Oh gosh, so yeah. is, is it balance? Is it integration? What is it with like using what we've learned kind of from this reality as well as what you know? How do you? Well, what if, I think if we looked at it more like if we looked at it from a kid's point of view and we looked at a mm. table full of arts and crafts, it's like we've got a table full of paints. Like I looked at the, I've bought in the last year, website templates, two different quiz softwares, Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, sales page templates, website, like this webinar, that course, this, I have a whole, my table, I'm looking at a table, is full of stuff. I got stuff, I got paints, I got markers, I got watercolors, I've got all this stuff. And what I tend to do with a lot of those is, is turn them into things that I've either failed at or I haven't used or, you know, I make I I use them to judge me lots of times, Mm. which doesn't make me functional. But it's like, if we looked at all these different things we've learned as like, you know, craft supplies, would we have a different point of view about it? It's like, what's going to really create something here? What would be fun? We've got a cardboard box and a table full of craft supplies. Like, oh, goody. (laughs) Well, and and the way things are marketed here is usually like just follow this step by step all you have to do is do paint by number don't don't think yeah paint Paint by by number number. yes and it's not like here's your six colors here's Mm -hmm. your paintbrush and here's your book and you follow our plan for you which okay let's face it there's some really beautiful paint by number paintings it can work yeah Yeah. does it work for you yeah that's it that's the only thing that's relevant Mm-hmm. Does it allow you to thrive? Does it give you the space to be? Are you happier? Mm. And is that relevant? And, and if it's yeah. not, what if it could be? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, I guess, asking that question to literally everything that you're looking everything. at. Is this relevant for me? Will this create greater if I choose this? Right? Because yeah. it's like something that is more structured might give you more information on how you want to add a system because, but, you know, totally. as we, feel, I, we need some systems, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 I've been getting that with um, even content creation is looking at, well, okay, I used to, I was just very much like create intuitively and just post. And I was like, but then it ultimately was not feeling as sustainable for me. So I was looking at, okay, if I looked at this one topic a month and I just extrapolated it, how many different ways? And then this topic, and right now I'm just playing with it to see if it works. Right. But it's like, I kind of have to give it a fair shot to embody the energy of it because at first I was like this is really because it's not how I normally function but as I'm getting into I'm like okay I can see the relevance of this and how could I apply this in the future maybe I'll be more flexible as I learn more about it yeah Um, but what more will that contribute and the only thing I would add to that that I forget sometimes is to just stay in touch with yourself and go okay well I said I was going to give this a fair shake what if I did not do like if at any point, if yeah. it is, and it's really just at the points where things start to feel hard or heavy. And that's yeah. the only thing I wanted to add for anybody listening. Cause you always have another choice. You never have to maintain anything. 
you can always create something new. You can always mm-hmm. change it. You always have another choice. And to me, that's the greatest gift of consciousness or access consciousness and is knowing that. And so, you know, it can render you more undefined, but it can also render you happier. And if that's of any value to you, you know, the moment it gets hard, sticky, or heavy, just go, okay, if I had another choice here, what would I choose? And, you know, render yourself functional again. Get functional. Get functional with Crystal Engine. <laughs> I was like, is it functional? Functionable. I don't know. Whatever. Yes. Both. New word. Making them up. Oh my gosh. Oh, we did it. And thank we you guys it. so much for joining us. This has been this. I'll tell you, like being an entrepreneur is definitely not for the faint of heart. Um, you know, it, once you choose it, it owns you and then facilitates you and invites you constantly into either destroying yourself or becoming more, getting stronger, being greater, being more you and in a very undefined way. So, yeah. you know, yeah. And if you're wanting support in the process, because you know, <laughs> I love lots of support in the process. We both offer one-on-ones and group yeah. stuff. So definitely reach out if you're feeling called for a little support along the journey. Yeah. Cool. Right. Well, I adore you. I adore, I adore you guys. You. Oh my we'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a request. If you found benefit from today's episode, we'd be so grateful if you would subscribe leave us a review or share it with someone you know would benefit. Until next time.